This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi again. Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. Today is July 18th, 2019. The day was July 18, 1969. The Organization of American States called for a ceasefire in the so-called soccer war between El Salvador and Honduras. In 1969, about 3.5 million people lived in El Salvador, and a lot of the country was owned by the land-owning elite. At the same time, about 2.6 million people lived in Honduras, a country that shared a border with El Salvador but was much larger. Honduras was also controlled by wealthy landowners, but the prospect of cheap land and of escaping an oppressive government drew Salvadorans to the neighboring country. By that year, more than 300,000 Salvadorans were living in Honduras. Landowners in El Salvador supported the mass immigration, which freed up land in their country. But Honduran peasants were not so happy with the influx of immigrants, as they were already vying to get more land in their country. Landowners in Honduras had formed a group called the National Federation of Farmers and Livestock Farmers of Honduras, and as they promoted their own interests, they also encouraged Honduran nationalism. Already resentful of Salvadoran migrants, Hondurans began beating, torturing, and even killing Salvadorans. The Honduran government passed an agrarian land reform law to lessen the resentment that many Hondurans had for Salvadorans. It called for Salvadoran immigrants to give up their land and redistribute it among native-born Hondurans. But that legislation wasn't really effective, and the reform ended with Honduran President Oswaldo López Arellano deporting thousands of Salvadorans. As the migrants returned to El Salvador, the government struggled to deal with the influx of people, and Salvadoran landowners called for military action. El Salvador began claiming it owned the land that was taken from El Salvadoran immigrants in Honduras. On top of all that conflict, other land and border disputes were underway in the region, and El Salvador and Honduras were slated to compete in the qualifying matches for the FIFA World Cup. The first game was played in the Honduran capital of Tegucigalpa, where Honduras won 1-0. In a game in San Salvador on June 15th, El Salvador won 3-0. Honduras was mocked and Honduran fans were ridiculed at the game. The deciding match was set to take place on June 27th, but that same day, El Salvador announced that it was severing diplomatic relations with Honduras. The deportation and immigration issues had gotten so bad that El Salvador accused Honduras of committing crimes that constitute genocide and not holding anyone responsible for it. Tensions were already running high, but after El Salvador won the deciding match 3-2 in Mexico, conflict at the border intensified. On July 14th, El Salvador invaded Honduras and began bombing it. The Honduran army was small, and El Salvador was stronger on the ground. In the air, the Hondurans had the advantage. In El Salvador, Honduran aircraft targeted oil facilities. The Organization of American States called for El Salvador to withdraw from Honduras. El Salvador refused to withdraw unless Honduras agreed to give reparations to displaced Salvadorans and not to harm Salvadorans in Honduras. A ceasefire was arranged on July 18th 
and it took effect on the 20th. But by that time, somewhere around 3,000 people had died in the fighting and more were displaced. El Salvador didn't leave Honduras until August 2nd, when the Honduran government promised not to mistreat Salvadorans living in Honduras. Still, the border remained in dispute. Trade between the two countries was disrupted, affecting their economies and the Central American common market. A peace treaty between El Salvador and Honduras was not signed until 1980. Though the conflict did not actually start because of the soccer game, the name The Football War or The Soccer War stuck. I'm Eve Steffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you're so inclined, you can follow us at TDIHC Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll be back with more history tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.